everybody. Welcome back to Movies on Our Minds, guys. The podcast in Atlanta to where we get to talk about movies. I'm my friend returning with me, Mr. Rock9. I'm back, I'm back. As always, as always. Yep. And today we're talking about the movie Booksmart. Um, this is a movie that is currently sitting on Rotten Tomatoes with a 97% certified fresh. That's pretty damn high for a comedy. So I just... <laughs> I just picked Jerry up today. I was like, you know what, I man? Let's let's go see this movie. It's three o'clock. It's a matinee. You know, let's go take a look at it. And um, it was me, you, and my sister. Yeah. And I thought we were going to be the only ones in the theater, but that didn't happen. But I mean, the other two people that came, we we barely noticed them, honestly. Like we still kind of like it was just <laughs> us three in the theater. And at the end of this film, after watching it, watching it with these three make it more funny than what the movie was it i think it was right exactly yeah, like the experience is cool but the movie overall it's enjoyable i guess what what would you say like i, I it's fun i mean it's it's enjoyable but it's not like 97 percent. yeah it's, it's not 97 percent at all yeah um i mean it's enjoyable i mean you could watch it with a group of friends or whatever you might get a better kick out of it yeah so i mean if you go watch it by yourself that's a negative you probably won't laugh too much at all yeah, I don't think so. I it's one of those. Okay, it's a coming of age story, you know. Um, two high schoolers who was about to graduate. Uh, two females who are completely book smart but never had fun, and so they're like, "It's our last night. We gotta do something outrageous. We gotta go out and party." You know, we, we've seen this story before. Um, they come through all these shenanigans. You know, somebody compared it to like super bad. You know, like the plot. Yes, that's one thing, but yeah. the execution. I was, I'll give it to super bad personally. You know, um, but, I mean, super bad was a more interesting um, kind of storyline in a sense, though. I think it's because of the characters, honestly. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, was I think Superbad? it was just. I think it's just mainly probably the storyline was probably better. Also, it's um, almost it's similar. Like I mean, to, wasn't super bad the one where he had the fake ID to get the liquor? Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, yeah, McLovin and all that stuff. The the setting and the actual storyline was better. I mean, they didn't have to get liquor. They didn't have to figure out how they could do fake IDs. No, but they the point the 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 story is basically before you go to college, we just have to go out. You know, we have to make a night memorable right, and they for were ourselves. Nerds. Well, I guess Superbad, they were nerds too, I guess. Yeah, they were. They, Jonah Hill and Jonah Hill's sister, you know. But Superbad. I guess they weren't like, I mean, this is this is a different type of nerd, though, for these girls. Like, valedictorian and shit and top of their class. And mm-hmm. then, like, she realized uh, once she was in the bathroom and she heard the people talking about her. Right. And then she was like, well, let's see if y'all laughing when I'm in Yale and blah, blah, blah. And y'all out here picking up garbage off the street. And Which, then that's what made her realize it was like, oh, shit, because they were like, well, I'm going to Yale. What about you? And then he was like, I'm going to Stanford. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then she started realizing that even a dude who was like the the person who's always high, he was like, well, I'm not going to college, but I'm going to work for Google. You know, it's not. <laughs> What he say? It's not Apple or nothing, but he was like, "It's Google, so I'll be making mid six figures." Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of make her feel like y'all motherfuckers don't really care about school, and yet y'all motherfuckers is is still gonna make some of y'all life. You're right. Which I thought that but, was a nice little twist too. Yeah, it. I mean, like, that, that was a cool, that was a different. cool twist, but it, it still was just like it's just not the story. The storyline isn't the same to me. The super bad. I just feel like it's just not. It's not evenly compared. I wouldn't compare the two. I'm, again, just to, but okay. Well, well uh, that's a simple agree to disagree on that one. 
But after uh, watching the film, I think that did you think that it was funny? Did you like? Um, think I think it had laugh some, out loud I moments. I think it had some moments. Some moments. Yeah, it had some moments. Most definitely. Uh, I mean, obviously, my the funniest moment was probably when the man played the damn porn in the in a car, mm-hmm. and it was a principal who was driving the Lyft or Uber Which, or whatever. You just knew that was coming, though. I was like, how? How? Yeah, I knew it was coming because he was like, "You gonna plug it up?" And I'm like. How the fuck you gonna plug the phone or we got the headphones in too? But she still plugged it up. And I'm like, okay, so it ain't gonna play through the radio mm-hmm. or it wasn't gonna play through her phone speaker. And then he was like, and then he saw him back there and he was like, well, you know, y'all can play y'all music up here if y'all enjoying it that much. And then he just hooked it up. And mm-hmm. So you gotta laugh, but it just, the way the scene went out, it felt to me like, the joke is coming soon to where what they are playing, they're playing porn. Obviously, whenever a joke like that comes around, the joke is everybody here is porn, you know, you know, or everybody in the room now knows what you're watching. Like basically, the secret has to get out somehow. So I was like, it's coming. There are some moments in the film to where it was it, it threw me off when and it made me laugh at the same time, such as uh, Gigi. I think that was her name. The way she just kept popping up. Oh yeah, which eventually uh, it got to the point where I know she's going to be at the next location. Right. That, first, I mean that that was kind of getting like okay, but. It was kind of interesting how she was just kind of like popping up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. um, like literally everywhere everywhere they went, and then they literally asked her for the address, of like where the dude stays, and then she was like, "It said it's auntie house," and she was like, "You dumbass, we know it said it's fucking auntie house. We trying to find the house, right?" And then they find the house mm-hmm. and pop everybody up. Everybody pops up, but what threw me off was everybody was trying to throw their own party, but still ended up at that same party. That is actually interesting. I, I'm surprised nobody knew about uh, the guy who was uh, weird, who tried too hard. I'm surprised nobody really knew about his party, like the details of his. Like, he had a yacht party going on with free iPads. I mean, they did know about his party, though. Did they really? Yeah. Did they know about the free iPads? I would go to I mean, a free they probably iPad didn't know about party. the free iPads, but they knew that this guy had money. And they knew he was throwing a party. So I'm pretty sure he told them what the party was and where it was at. Right. And I, I get the point of like you know he does try too hard so you know nobody's really that interested but the fact that not one single soul showed up to a party that's going to be full of money yeah and then they showed up to the murder mystery party yeah like (laughs) don't get me wrong that sounds actually fun yeah i mean it sounds cool but they still showed up to the murder mystery party and they didn't even spend they nobody showed up to, to free, get, the, get the iPads or the gift bags or nothing. Maybe he didn't tell them that they were gonna get a gift bag, but but they they they, they at they least know? knew that the party was probably on the yacht. Did they? Did they didn't even know he had money? I don't know if he they ever, knew he had money. They said she said it because she was saying um when he pulled up in the car. Remember with his girlfriend, Gigi, right? Right. She was like something about oh his dad some big time blah blah, blah or something like right. that. Um. So obviously people knew he had money, but like she said, you can't buy people with money. I mean, you can't buy people. Right. So, which and and that's kind of what, in a sense, when she went in the in the in the yacht and saw the iPads and it was like a lot of them, she was just like, "You're sitting there trying to really buy people to come to your party, like you're trying to bribe them by giving them free iPads to come to your party, but yet they still won't show up. They just really don't like your ass." That says a lot. Yeah, it says a lot. Like, but then I mean, it came out though because it said a lot, and then it came out a lot that really they don't know him at all. Right, and you know, I, yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I see that, and I do. Have, I, I understand that a hundred percent. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he was that annoying or that, you know, 
unrelatable to where like that one single soul from this school would go to a party with so much money over hey, a party that you never know man you, yeah maybe i might, don't i don't know the school that well honestly. yeah maybe they would like oh he's gonna give it to us anyway so we don't have to go to his party because guess that what he's true. still gonna give it to us so let's go have a good time at this party that mm-hmm. we know is gonna be lit mm-hmm. you know it's the last night before graduation so let's just turn up over here that could be true so i didn't even think of it like that yeah I still would have gone for the free iPad. Though. I mean, I probably would have went for the and for the free iPad, but I don't know if I would have stayed that long. No, well, depends on maybe if it depends on the situation. It depends on who you roll with. If your entourage, and then he's with yeah. Gigi too, her crazy ass. So. Gigi would have made the party. I mean, she would have made the party, but yeah. ain't no telling what she would have did at the party. Gigi would have been like our friend Aaron. No, you don't think so? Goodness, no. I hope not. Aaron would have been worse. Yes, <laughs> they would have been the best couple. <laughs> they like it. <laughs> They are the couple that would have made it there without an Uber or a Lyft or a ride or nothing. They would have just <laughs> teleported there, just like how Gigi literally teleported there. That's some Aaron shit, right? But that's just on that party. Um, the murder mystery party was funny. Uh, I thought the which, one of the gay dudes, um, actually, they both were funny to me, but the one that was dressed like a super drama queen yeah. for his entrance, that, that got a laugh out of me. Both of them, honestly, just as a couple, was funny. I'm surprised no one made any Harry Potter jokes. To with, the other guy, yeah, with the glasses, like I'm just waiting for the, somebody to say it, like as you know, dramatic as he is. But again, with that party was funny, like not that not big on the laughs, but it was no, it wasn't big on big on laughs. It was entertaining though. Um, mm-hmm. The pandas. The, the only the only funny part of that party was probably when they found out that they had took drugs and then turned kind of like dolls. a Twenty One Jump Street type thing. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like saw themselves as like doll stick doll figures or whatever, and the gay girl started like rubbing herself. She's like, "Oh my goodness, these are titties!" <laughs> like, like, you know, she like shit. Mm-hmm. But that probably was one of the only funny ones. I wish they would have when Nick or I think that's the dude named yeah the one that she liked right. Um, not no 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 the one that liked her. Um, oh, the guy with the, the guy with the cap. The guy with the cap. I don't know his name, Jared. Mm-hmm. When Jared drove them to the car, I really wish that that wasn't like vitamin D pills. Oh, I kind of wish that was cocaine. like cocaine. Yeah, that would have made the scene a lot funny because it was like, oh. they would have been tweaking out even more. They would have been like, oh shoot, because it was kind of funny how you just whipped in there and then all of a sudden you just see it all spilled in the back on their face and you just like, you just like, damn, this shit about to, they about to right. be tweaking the fuck out. And then he was like, oh, it's just vitamins. She just crushed them up and snored them because it's better. That's so I was like, ah, yeah, kind of wasted a good potential right there. But I, I mean, nothing. It doesn't take away from the film. It doesn't right. take away from it whatsoever. Um, what about Miss? Uh, well, you know, what? let's go to this the uh, performances. Right yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get there later. <laughs> but let's go to the performances for a second. The two main uh, women, which is a uh, Beanie Feitstein or Feitstein, Philstein or something. What was it? Is it Philstein? No, it's not Philstein. It's not an I in there. I don't know what that is. That's Jonah Hill's sister. And uh, Caitlin D- uh, Deaver or Dever? I'm going to say Dever. Is it Deaver? I would say Deaver. Okay. Those two ladies right there. What did you think of their performances? Hmm. Did you buy their chemistry? Did they feel like, you know, these are two book smart high school ladies? And I mean, I could buy the chemistry of that. I can I can buy them in the role. Mm-hmm. Um, see, things with uh, certain things with movies like this, that's comedy. To me, sometimes I kind of feel like they try too hard. Mm. And that's why I can't watch a lot of comedy films. I only watch certain ones. But I hate when a comedy film feel like it tries too hard to to be stupid. 
That's why I can't really get into all the Will Ferrell moves. I can't really get into all of like Dumb and Dumber. I mean that that's 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 different though. It's like Dumb and Dumber. It's kind of like okay, it's meant to be. That yeah, stupid, yeah. Like so you, you like, can you can deal with that because um, you never know what the fuck they're gonna do. But then right. when you you have stupid comedy where it's like they just try and reach so hard to make something funnier than what it is, and I'm just like I can't deal with it sometimes. But um, what about Tyler Digger Nights? Was that good? I mean, it was it was okay. It was it was alright to me. It was alright to me. It wasn't nothing special. It wasn't, like Will Ferrell is not one of the funniest dudes to me. Like I mean, at all. that's fair enough. That's so, fair enough. I mean, it was okay. I just don't like. Just don't do too much extra shit. And I kind of had a sense of watching this movie that that's what it was. But the two characters, I felt like they matched well together. Um, you could believe that actually they were high school like preppies and mm-hmm. you know kiss ass to the teachers and stuff and you know val victorian obviously you know she i mean she didn't have a best figure or nothing like that and so obviously she was probably just a nerd and she never really had a boyfriend type shit um so do you feel like there was parts in this film that were unbelievable like you wouldn't see this happening in real life you understand it's a comedy so they stretched the thin line at times did you feel like there were parts in this film that was like well okay, see that, that that's when. what i'm saying like i felt like uh benny her character would stretch things like even when they went to go talk to the parents and she was like, mm-hmm. well, you could just tell them that we're spending the night at your house because that's believable. And she was like, no, but they'll question us on that and they could question us. So why don't you're we just about, act uh, like okay. we're a couple? You're talking about the other woman. No, I'm talking about Beanie because Beanie was like, why don't we just act like we're a couple? They won't oh, question okay. it because yeah. they're open about your sexuality. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that doesn't make sense because <laughs> I go over. You were best friends. Like, it's fine for me to go over your house. They won't question that. And when she went there and was like, oh, I'm going to my friends, you know, I'm going to her house, you know, cool. And they were like, yeah, it's fine. And then Benny was like, yeah, because we want to get really close, you know, our last time, you know, before we don't see each other and start mm-hmm. rubbing our titties and shit. And I was just like, uh, I was just like, okay, okay, y'all didn't really have to do that because obviously the parents were just like, okay about it. Like, y'all are best friends. Just say you spend spending the night. Right. But I understand you were trying to make that scene funny. So you kind of stretched it out. What about the scene with Miss Fine coming to the uh, school? I mean, not the school, the uh, house party. Uh, I like that. You thought it was okay for her to go to the uh, party with all the I minors? mean, she looked like she was young anyway. I mean, not didn't look like she was young. She did like she was young. But she looked like she was the type of, of lady that was like, oh, well, it's a party. I'm just going to go to a party. Yeah. Like, she'll just be driving down the street and like, oh, it's a house party right here. Let me just go to this house party real quick. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like she was. I mean... I didn't. I didn't think anything about it. I mean, obviously, uh, she was kind of fine, though. You know, I don't know. yeah. I I, I, I wasn't thinking anything about it. Like, oh, this is weird for her to be there. And now she was a older lady. Then I'd be like, okay, mm. like if she looked older. I'd just be like, all right, it's kind of off. Now, did you think uh, they went a little over and beyond with the uh, best friend getting arrested at the end? No, no, no. I didn't mind it at all. The only reason that kind of the only reason why it bugged me a little bit is because of the timing of everything. Her getting arrested is not the issue. It's the fact that they have graduation tomorrow and it's just so much that's going on to where I'm not saying it's unbelievable, but it is unbelievable. The flow is just not going as Yeah, it's unbelievable cuz I mean, first off, you get you you do that and then automatically you're like in prison. 
Yeah. And then on top of that, you're in prison, but then you're like, oh, we could trade information and then we can get you out or you could still make the graduation, blah, blah. But I mean, yeah, that's all unbelievable, but I didn't have a problem with what she did. No, I, that's the problem. It's unbelievable. That's, right. the, that's but, the issue yeah, I really yeah. have. Again. I'm saying I, like the, I liked it because of what she did because, you know, it's kind of like you took one for the team in a sense. To get everybody out the house, you were just like, you know what? I'm going to fess up. Y'all go out the back door whatever. I keep them distracted. And which, which I guess not everybody did because somebody was able to record it. That's such a good angle. Yeah, because they were still outside. They were outside the house recording from the, like, the sidewalk or some shit yeah, but behind by the, bushes. By that point, they should have been gone. That was the whole I point mean, of the signal. Yeah, they should have been gone, but they were outside of the house. The officers what, the cop, well, what the cops going to do? Oh, you're arresting you because you were on the lawn of these people's house. No, you're arresting them because it's... Well, okay, first off, I'm pretty sure they arrested her because what she just went crazy... She, no, I mean she probably she probably just told him like, "Hey, this this is my house. I, I'm throwing this party. Like I own up to doing all this. I'm the one. I got the drugs here. I got that liquor here. Blah blah." blah. So what would be the point the point of the diversion in anyway? to get him out of the house because they were still in the house? No, okay. So here's the thing: the the point of the diversion is so they can leave, correct? Right, which they did. No, because they still recorded it, and, but they left. Then who recorded it? I'm so were sure they in the house recording or were they on the lawn recording? I thought, lawn I thought recording. they were on the lawn recording. They're on the lawn recording, right? The police can't come up to them and be like, "Hey, we're arresting all y'all because y'all on this lawn." Were they like legit even in the house? House? Yeah, it looked like I think they were like on the other side of the house because it's like a big glass that they can be able to see through. But I think it was like another part of the house. You know how like houses kind of like wrap around and you can kind of see out of one bedroom into the living room or something. I think that's how it was because they could see the cops walking. Well, then if that's the case, or all they like had to do hallway or something. If that's the case, all they had to do was just all step outside of the house. No, because the cops still needed to take somebody for fault. So then, what's the point of the diversion? To take somebody for fault. There's no need of a diversion. She was, she could literally just go say, "Hey guys, I'm gonna go talk to the officers." While I do that, y'all can leave. But apparently they didn't leave because somebody recorded it. Or maybe they just stayed because once she took the blame for it, the cops was like, okay, we're going to have to arrest you. And then she knew the cops was going to leave. Okay, so there's still no reason to stay. It's not a reason to stay, but they stayed. If they might as well have gotten arrested if, they, if that was No, the they couldn't get arrested because they the cops already took a person who said she's at fault for all of this. Right, so why are we calling this a diversion? Nobody, because nobody else was going to take the blame of that shit. They were going to snitch. That's totally fine. That's, so don't call it a diversion. Just say, I'll snitch first. The, the, a diversion is so I can distract a person while you guys so can go So the cops weren't distracted? No. The cops weren't distracted? No. Okay, okay, look, look, look. They just weren't distracted. They were arresting the person that said they were, that was going to create a diversion. But I'm saying, if you're going to create a diversion, everybody better get off this house. Because if I turn around and see some people still here, I'm thinking I just wasted a diversion the day before graduation. Which, why would you party like this the day before graduation? I'm, I, I don't know. And again, there's some things about this movie that felt a little too close to the chest. So not only just like a party before graduation, but didn't they, didn't they have to have, take some tests before uh this graduation, like the day before or something like that? I think that's what she said, but it was kind of weird because at the end, the, the she didn't take the test. Right. So I'm maybe we uh, skimmed through that one. We might have misheard it or something, but, but those are the I could have sworn she said something about she had a test in the morning or some shit, and I was just like, that makes no sense. Who takes the test before graduation? Exactly. And then um, uh, also another thing about the movie, uh, I kind of felt like it was stretched out as well, too. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, I understand, but I, I kind of, watching it, I kind of started to understand that it was, like, L.A. I had a pink L.A. time. Oh, because it's, like, sun, all this is going on? Kinda, yeah, because it started, it, like, was going on. They went to, like, what, three different? It was, like, two different parties and then a library. Three different parties. They went to two parties, then the library, then they went to the pizza. The, the pizza place. And, and then, then they went to the party. Yeah, because Miss Fine picked them up. Right. So they had they did all of that and by the time it was still nighttime and I, and they'd already went to two parties and the library was still was still did open. She, did she ever get her phone back? No. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would wish to get my phone back. You know, it wouldn't even matter. I'd just go to uh do the cap and be like, Hey, can I get a phone and an iPad if you don't mind, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was the principal, so he was there. Mm-hmm. It's his car. Oh, no, it was no, the no, pizza it was guy. The, yeah, it was the pizza guy. Yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. the pizza guy. But it's like, I don't know. I don't think I don't they reversed him, right? They just traded information, but that still doesn't. Again, it's, okay, like, it's like this third act part. I would have to gone back to the script and be like, okay, we got to tweet this up because this is going a little too over and beyond to get to where we need to be. So that, that initially it didn't take me out of the theater or anything like that it was just like mm, i wish we could have done a little better with this yeah then of course we had the ending with the valedictorian speech um it was cute everyone saying their goodbyes you know you said you would have cried too if that was like your best friend right yeah like if like i told you in the theater i said if you were my only friend and i had like no other friend mm-hmm. and like literally if i woke up every morning i would call you and be like hey you want to go you want to meet up or hey you want to come over mm-hmm. you know this and that and that and then all of a sudden you were like, okay, I'm going to go to Africa for a year, you know, and we in a car and we're like, you know, what's a year, you know? And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you ended off like that, like, what's a year? And he's just like, damn, like, I literally will call you during the summer before you even leave. I can't even say goodbye to you before I even go to college mm-hmm. because I can't see you face to face. So, yeah, I mean, that would, that would be touchy. Like, that's that's a touchy-feely thing because you, you get out of your normal element of what you do on a normal day basis. Like, high school is one. You graduate, okay. Nobody wants to go to school any fucking way. Nobody wants right. to wake up and go to school at 6 in the morning. But once you lose a best friend and she leaves, mm-hmm. now now things change. Because that everyday life that you're used to, you're not going to be able to contact her. I mean, you can contact her, but she's she's going to be doing her own thing. You're going to be sitting there until you got to go off to college. So now it's like, what are you going to do? You wake up in the morning. You know, it's, it's touchy-feely. Um but speaking of that case of the actual friendship thing, what what did you feel about like when they got in an argument at the party? Now the thing about the argument to me was, first off, I think she just should have told her straight up that I just saw the girl I like kiss the guy you like. I mean, yeah. Instead was, of trying to quote unquote spare her feelings, but at the end of the day, she would have figured it out anyway. And right now is a good time to use it. So with her not telling it, this is the part in the film to where both actors or both protagonists are struggling the most you know it's like all right how are they going to come out of this for the climax of the film and so with them arguing i like the way it was shot you know like it was just yeah, her it was, then it was showing, and then it was her. showing the background where they one yeah. person pulled the phone out and then here come another person pulling the phone out mm-hmm. and now everybody just looking while i was going back right which i thought it was going to like I thought we were going to see that come back later on in the film, like a video of them arguing or something like that on social media. I, I thought so, but even with them not doing it, I was like, well, realistically, what, the, Realistic, what happened yeah, did. People seem- were probably just in a shock that they were actually going at each other like that because they've been best friends for so long. Right. Um, I actually, I kind of didn't mind the argument. Um, 
yeah, she could have told her, obviously, but I think what she was trying to do was not to have her flipping out at the party to make people not like her even more. Just just think about it. Hmm. Um, if she was to tell her and then she would have been like, oh, my, like, what do you mean? We just had this connection here, blah, blah, blah. I, I need to see this. I don't understand. I'm, I'm so lost, blah, blah, blah. You know, because she could have easily flipped out at the pool, but instead she just got out put on her clothes and went in the restroom so she can cry. Now, if old girl did that and cried in the middle of the floor or whatever, where everybody was looking at her, then people probably would have been laughing at her and making fun of her again. Which at that point, you might as well just take her into the bathroom or just take her I mean, to yeah, a private you place. You could have took her away. To her. Yeah, you could have took her away um, yeah. easily. Like I, like I said, she could have easily told her right. in some kind of way. And see, that's the thing about uh, movies like this. I don't want it to be... I, want, I don't want it to be to the point to where we as the audience think like... They should have just done it like this, or I wish we would have seen it like that because it feels like that would have been the natural flow of how to take care of it. Knowing these characters and knowing how they act, I would feel like if they really do care about each other, they want to, you know, uh, spare their feelings or even their pride, they would, you know, take them to a private place to talk about it because I feel like that's who these two people are. And so for what happened, it's not that it's shocking. But it doesn't feel as natural as it could be. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And that's where I have my issue with it. It's not the argument. It's not the writing. You know, it's definitely not the way it was shot. It all makes sense. It just I'm looking at this like, okay, this is the part of the movie to where this has to happen in order for so-and-so to happen. Some kind of, yeah, dramatic effect or something to take place or something for them to kind of break up. Because we knew eventually Mm -hmm. something was going to happen that was going to separate them two out. Now I will say that was a twist for both their crushes to actually. I mean, yeah, yeah that, that was like, a twist. I mean, I didn't even understand what she saw in the other girl. Honestly, that I didn't like the other girl mouth. <laughs> I'm I'm not mad at you for that. I don't know, like. I mean, she would have been cute if her mouth would have been better. I guess. Speaking of which, I'm, I'm sorry. Do they have a unisex bathroom at their school? Like, I, I think was, the guys was just in the girls' bathroom at that point. No, because they had uh, urinals in there. I mean, yeah, they did have urinals in there, so too. So the girls were in the guys' bathroom, if anything. Unisex. We're going to go with unisex, because... Nothing wrong with that, but I was like, is that a new thing, or is that something in Cali? I, I have no earthly idea. I did think it was also funny with the masks that they put their hair above their face, thinking that was going to oh, work. Oh, yeah, for the mask, yeah. And it also made me think, too, like, if the pizza guy was really, you know, this molester going around... And when they ask you uh, give us a ride, I'm surprised you didn't say yes. And actually, because he's probably like, these aren't the type that I would hit. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I uh, mean, that's probably what he was thinking, though. Yeah, honestly, it like been. it could have been two fine ass girls that walked in there, and he would have been like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll take you. Come on, follow me this way." But like, he was just the that just shows you another point of view of like how people view them. Mm-hmm. He looked at him like. What the fuck are y'all thinking? I could be this guy that does this. I have a gun. Y'all don't even have a gun. I could take you here, tie you up, and this and that and that. But he never went through none of those actions, and you got to wonder why. And that was my thought of probably why. Mm-hmm. And until how, to, how, how the girls of you, like, not attractive. Mm-hmm. So until, until Mrs. Fine came in and, you know, saved the day. Who was very, very attractive, by the <laughs> way. I'm like, like that That kind of made me think of uh, some teachers in our school, uh me and Jerry went to the same high school, guys, different grades. But yeah, believe it or not, we had some teachers that make the news because of the things they were doing with their students. Some teachers. I thought it was just, 
Oh, maybe one it for might have sure. Been one. I think it might have been two, but it might have been definitely one. Yeah, we know. I one mean, for it, sure. no, it not, might have been definitely one. It definitely was one. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, and so, I had her as a teacher too, so it was kind of crazy. But yeah, Miss Fine, she she looked good. She did. She looked good. It was kind of weird that the that she was at the party when Dewey hit on her too. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is interesting too, because at the end of the film, when she thought she saw the student, she you know, she was like, ah, you know, <laughs> and. When it wasn't him, but when he did come, it's like, can I call you again? Uh, I was like, you must be just playing hard to get because you obviously approached him like that was amazing. Well, and she was, yes. she was like, I think what she was trying to do was like make it seem so obvious. But your approach what she, was obvious. her approach was obvious, but it was in his ear. She could have easily came up to him and been like, or said something to him. It's a graduation. You're not gonna say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And then when she knows that with him, she's like, oh. Sorry. And then when he came up and he was talking and he was like, so I get to see you again, blah, blah. Like he's saying this all out loud now. And she like, yeah, I don't know about that. And then, but you saw her eye like, yeah, hit me up. We can do it again. Yeah, you better go work for Google and make some six figures. You might as well. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I can keep it. I mean, we already know that she's going to give it back up to him anyway. So that's all yeah. that matters. It, it, she was going to fuck with him regardless. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what she was doing, though, just because he, he they were talking out loud. So mm-hmm. it's like people can hear. And, you know, when, what she didn't hit in the other person's ear was just kind of like, we don't know what the fuck she said. We know what she said, but right. nobody else would. Pretty much. Now, do you think, um, on the last episode I was talking to you about this, do you think this would be more successful if it was on Netflix or this is fine for the theaters? You know, like, for what it is, which revenue do you think it would be more successful on? Because after seeing many comedies now in theaters, I'm starting to think like, or even just movies in general, I'm starting to think like, what would be more successful for marketing on marketing purposes on Netflix? Like John Wick, that's theaters. I can see that making a lot more uh, movie, movies, right? A lot more in theater, money in theaters. Yes, Brightburn though, Netflix. I think that would. I mean, but let, but we gotta be honest though, man. Like it's a comedy. If that's the case, right. if if we say this comedy don't belong in theaters, then shit, pretty much all the comedies they make in today's age goes to go straight to Netflix. No, because I was thinking like, um, there was a movie I saw called Long Shot with uh, Seth Rogen, Charlie Theron. I was thinking about it, but at the same time, and Oshia Jackson as well. After I saw it in theaters, I thought this was funny enough to where I'm glad I spent my money to see this. But in was theaters. it stupid funny? Because mm. I, I, I well, know what movie you're talking about. I didn't see it, but it didn't seem like it was dramatically funny. It just seemed like it had some funny, some funny scenes in it. But it was a serious. It was yet still a serious film. It wasn't exactly the thing about that film is you know it's two different worlds colliding. Right, you know the humor of Char- uh, Charlie, the humor of Seth Rogen meeting the seriousness of Charlie Theron, but yet their chemistry is actually very good. Like I can actually take these two as a couple for what is going on. And the more I thought about, it, I was like, I did enjoy seeing this more in theaters than I probably would have at home video. Right. So, but I'm saying comedy as far as like the comedy like we just watched now. No, nah, like it's it's not gonna be another like. Like what? What about "Sorry to Bother You"? I know that's different, uh, comedy-wise, but do you feel like that is something that could have been? You know, that's that's actually way too far out. A lot of people probably think like "Sorry to Bother You," you know, but I think that would have been something that would have been super successful on Netflix, in theater. Like in theaters, it did its job. I mean, yeah, it could it could have been successful in um on Netflix too, but 
I'm just saying, like, these type of comedies like this, man, it's, it's not going to really make it in, in theater, bro. Like, you don't think so? Like, Daddy's Home and all that shit. And, like... Well, Daddy's Home... We, the, the generation we're in, the comedy that we're used to has changed, and it's a lot more dramatic now. So, it's not really, like, going to be that, that good in theaters, even if it is Kevin Hart in it or whoever the fuck. It's still not going to be that good in theaters. So like it's just not. What is a comedy today that you would think? That's would, one thing. That's what. That's what I'm saying. If we say that this one goes to Netflix, then we pretty much gonna have to say majority of the comedies they make have to go straight to Netflix because it ain't unless they're just laugh out loud hilarious. Like you gotta go see this in theaters. I mean, yeah, unless it's like laugh out loud hilarious, but it can't be drama stretched as comedy. It can't be like this. Like I don't think we are gonna see another Talladega Nights that that go into theater. Because that'll be drama stretch coming in. It's going to seem like they're trying too fucking hard. Well, I will say with um, it also do, it also does go with the actors as well because certain comedic actors uh, can bring in a nice little chunk of change in the box office compared to on Netflix. You know, such as Will Ferrell, even though the last movie he did, uh, Holmes and Watson, was so bad that Netflix itself wouldn't even pick it up. It was that trash. So they said we just got to release in theaters then and just. I mean, yeah, sometimes it is based on the characters and the actors they choose, but mm-hmm. still, like I said, it's it's the type of comedy that they go for. That's so, why you don't see people making many comedies like we're used to seeing back in the day. So with okay, so with that being said, do you think Booksmart would have been better on Netflix than uh, theaters? Um, I think it was fine in theaters. I think so too. It's fine in theaters. Like I feel like. For what you are going to get back, you will get it in theaters more so than you would in on Netflix. On Netflix, I feel like this is something you would just scroll and be like, "Huh, what's this? Oh, never mind. And keep it going." Yeah, because I wouldn't watch that by myself. Like I right. told you, I had to go with like a group of people to go watch that movie. I couldn't just go watch it by myself. Right. So Netflix is some shit that I would put on by myself, or I'm with my girl, and we would watch it. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch that movie if it was on Netflix and not in theater. Now, instead of asking you your rating out of 10, what do you think it should be on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, 97 is pretty 97 is a big high. stretch. Um, I'll probably say, probably say about an 81. 81? Yeah, like an 81, 78, somewhere between there. I don't see no 90 or nothing like that. I was thinking like 84. But if I, but if I take it for what it is, see, that's what I was going to say. If I take it for what it is. And I just strictly take it for what it is and not even like my opinion on them making the comedy, you know, too dramatic or nothing like that. Then I would probably just say 84, 85 because, you know, I'm just taking it for the film that it is. I know it's going to be a goofy, stupid ass film. Right. And you still enjoyed yourself. Right. So I would probably read it from there. But me, in my opinions, it's going to drop to like an 80, 81. I mean, it's still pretty good for this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's still good for it. But that's because it's a comedy. Like I said, not many comedies going to fucking wow you these mm-hmm. days like it's just not gonna happen well maybe one day maybe we'll have the next tropic thunder i don't even know if you remember mm, i remember tropic, tropic thunder but i don't think it'd do good in theaters if they made another one mm, no i wouldn't want a tropic thunder sequel but i'm saying like the next tropic thunder i think i mean was- i know what you're saying but <sighs> that's tough man i just i don't see comedy going nowhere in theaters today i just don't I well, don't. It's either them. it's either action, scary, or thriller. There's all that's pretty much gonna be in here, or the um, bios, or like fucking um, action. Not drama. I said action, but kind of like sadness, like 
the not the romantic romantics and shit like that. Like shit that that people feel, mm-hmm. but I don't really think they're gonna put a lot of more comedies out in theater. I just not anytime soon. Um, we're gonna have to do some research and talk Which about that. Kind of sucks because I don't. Is Bad Boys two? Is Bad Boys um, four even going to theaters? Is it going straight to Netflix? Three, and three is three going straight to theaters or Netflix? It's undoubtedly going to theaters. You think so? Because I heard talk of it going straight to Netflix. That no, that's no. That that would be stupid. Not exactly stupid, but you know you're gonna make your money back in theaters. You're gonna I mean, make yeah, you will, but do you think it's gonna be theater worth? Yes. Like, okay, look, first off, if you want to even talk about that, I'm, Bad Boys 1 and 2 is already like a mixed bag for me, but I understand what made it successful. And the fact that it's. Yeah, you're uh, tripping, though. How am I tripping? Because Bad Boys 2 was fucking hilarious. Uh, that's, 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 see, that's the type of comedy that I miss. It didn't seem like they had to try. The motherfucker went through the shit and it flowed through. Where, like, he went through it and it flowed. We'll say. It wasn't like they, oh, come here. And they were like, make this funnier than what it is like they they went through some shit and this shit was literally funny you take a pill you're gonna feel that way you're gonna be like oh i'm horny let me rub on my nipple like that's the type of shit you're gonna do we are we're gonna have to say bad boys for another time i have mixed feelings especially with the second one especially with the second one but to answer your question no doubt it's gonna go in theaters on january 20th 2020 if i'm not mistaken oh my goodness i gotta wait so long for that you know what Time's going by fast. I mean, it is, but we'll just see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when see. it gets there. But comedy in this day and age is not. It's not. It, it's it's just not the move. That's why I really hope they don't fuck up the Bad Boys Three. I hope they don't fuck up the Friday movie they're gonna make. I hope they don't fuck up a lot of these classic movies that I thought were funny. And I hope they don't try to like. I just really hope they don't try to dr- dr- uh, dramatize the shit out. Like, well, those are franchises with already fucked up movies in them but i mean not all of them are all fucked up though like it's the, you can still watch that shit and die laugh in I, that shit i see what your point is coming from and we will talk about that another time but i think that's all we have to say about book smart um i want to thank you again jerry for coming on you know as always you know if you don't mind telling everybody where they can find you y'all can find me at the same spot on instagram at i am underscore rock nine that's r-o-c-k-i-x oh yeah i-x sorry <laughs> for almost we got it no worries. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, guys. At um, I'm the filmmaker. Uh, I am T H E F I L M M A K E R. I think that's how you spell it. I'm so illiterate. Wow. <laughs> but um, and on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Baruch Barocco. Guys, I wanted to thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode of Booksmart. Um, I really want to know what you guys think about this. Like, is the rating a little too high, guys? Uh, do you feel like comedy is dying out in theaters and deserves to go to Netflix if it wants to be as successful as it wants to be? You know, whatever it is, guys, let us know in the comment section below. And, guys, thank you again for tuning in. And we will see you next time on Movies on Our Minds.